0: I'm Tanner Johnson. And I'm Jack Dodgen. We're from the Eastside Church of Christ. Teen life can be difficult to navigate. New emotions, experiences, pressures, and challenges shape what we understand about our identity. It's almost like navigating a maze. Twists, turns, dead ends. Uh, The race can be both exhilarating and terrifying. At Through the Maze podcast, we believe Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. When we put our trust in Him, we can navigate the maze and build our identity based on who He says we are. And in the end... life and life to the fullest. Thank you for walking alongside us today. How do you do, fellow kids? Uh, Welcome. Definitely. (laughs) Is is that Steve Buscemi meme? Is it? Is it dead or does that meme ever die? Or that's really this, bad. That's multiple does, layers of being out of touch. Yeah, I didn't know if that gets more relevant <laughs> dead as meme. you use it over and over again. But anyway, um, <laughs> anyway, welcome back to the podcast uh, through the maze. Uh, got Jack here with me today. Hello. And I'm, I'm here. Yeah, yep. Uh,
1: Pelicans. That's right. Hello, kids,
0: <laughs> Yeah. Um, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing well. Yeah. I hate that just a few episodes in, we already have weather and things pushing schedules. I'm tired of it I've got another podcast and the same thing happens there all the time yeah glad to be back yeah glad to be back yeah
0: a lot of crazy issues going on I don't know about you but after the last episode I I went back and Scarlett gave me a little bit of a refresher course on Jason Derulo songs and he's got some hits okay that are pretty solid just to let you know I don't know if I can like recommend him character wise, a, but you know, he's got some animal. solid. Yeah. Yeah. You can check him out. Do kids still make mixed? <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, but anyway, uh, today we're going to get into talking about, uh, the schedules that we keep and, uh, busy schedules that, uh, teens have. And when I was, when I was thinking about this topic, there's actually, there's something that, uh, my daughter Parker has started doing that I think relates a lot to this. Like she, she has this habit now where she has all of her stuffed animals, She'll walk over to him (laughs) and she'll pick up like six or seven of them. She can't leave one on the ground. They're just all and her hands are just full and stuff. Uh, What ends up happening is she can't go anywhere. She just, she drops them. Yeah. Just over and over again. She keeps trying. She does really good. Just keeps dropping. But what ends up happening is she's stuck. Right. Doesn't actually even get anything done at all, but she's just so busy trying to keep everything together, and we do that a lot with our schedules, I think, where we get really, really busy, and as we'll talk about today with some of this, the idea of uh, burnout is something that I'm going to talk about a little bit, Uh, we do get some feelings of being stuck, but um, I was doing some research looking into uh, the average week of a teenager, and... Um, we'll see if my math is right. Being in ministry, it is most likely not. I will but, not be able to. But we'll, check you. <laughs> that's right. <on> that. So <laughs> someone out there so can you check me, home yep. Let me know. Yeah, and just uh, tear me apart. We're navigating this together. Remember, don't kill me. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> uh, on average, it's it's found that uh, adolescents, sorry, uh, spend seven point nine hours in extracurricular activities per week, about nine point one hours per week doing homework, and two point five evenings per week with their peers. So, if we assume eight hours of sleep and the average school day is about seven hours a day. Uh, we got about 60 hours a week spent between school, homework, extracurriculars, and time spent with friends. So that adds up to about 60 hours there. Okay. If my math is correct, that leaves about 52 awake hours a week that you're not engaged in some type of schoolwork extracurricular activities being with friends which we kind of say is 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 fun but at the same time it's a source of stress for for teens as well yes like we talked about peer pressure and stuff last time like there's a lot of stress that comes along with that too but um so that's about 7.5 awake hours uh, um a day of time not spent on those things but that number doesn't even include the time it takes to commute to these things the time Uh, spent doing other family stuff, like if your family has their own little game night kind of thing that they do, that takes up your time stuff. Uh, Eating food, (laughs) that's important, right? a lot of time. Uh, That takes up a lot lot of time, (laughs) depending on you. Uh, And and it doesn't even account for teenagers that might have a job uh, during the week, so that is another significant chunk of time. Uh, What was your high school schedule like? Is this familiar to you
1: at all? Is this bring back? I didn't have a job. Didn't have a job. Um... But I also couldn't drive anywhere until mm-hmm. I didn't get licensed until 17 and a half because I didn't okay. need one because my friends had a car. So, oh, I, yeah, just, there we go. so I was yeah. only, I was yeah. doing stuff with them when they weren't mm-hmm. busy. When they were busy, it was at home uh, right. eating probably. Right. That's yeah. <laughs> right.
0: Right. Um, yeah. I, I did have a job in my senior okay. year of high school. The so the rest of, of high school. Oh, okay. Yeah. I okay, know. Okay. Yeah, I was, yeah. I flipped burgers and stuff at the Brahms. It was pretty great. Uh, yeah. That yeah, grade is not. Uh, that was a lie. Sorry, she better than, lie. than my job. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> that's right. That's right. I was making bank. But I remember. I remember <laughs> high school a lot. You know, especially if you played sports and things like that. Like it takes up a lot of time throughout the week. Like I remember, uh, I only played baseball my freshman year because it was like every single night you had mm. a game, except for like Wednesday nights. So yeah, one night a week where you're not like out of town somewhere doing something crazy. Yeah, yeah. So I, I got tired of that one. But anyway, we're talking about this idea of uh, burnout which uh, defined is a state of emotional, physical, and mental exhaustion caused by excessive and prolonged stress. Uh, It occurs when you feel overwhelmed, emotionally drained, uh, you feel like you're unable to meet constant demands, and as stress continues, you kind of begin to lose interest, motivation, um, and you know, you you keep, but, but you do, you lose that motivation to keep doing the stuff that once you got a lot of joy yeah. in doing, right? You're like, I, I love this at one time, like what's going on now? That's probably a burnout type of thing. So, um, so let's look at some of these stats as far as um, stress and schedules and business, all that stuff goes. Um, first, a positive note. Engagement in multiple extracurriculars is actually usually associated with a higher GPA, nice. higher attendance in school, uh, even higher church involvement in most cases. Okay. So this discussion isn't necessarily about how doing a lot of stuff is bad. However, it, it can lead to this higher continual stress uh, and this burnout stuff. So doing a lot of stuff isn't terrible. I mean, there's some good stuff with it, but... It changes it, for the person how much right, is right.
1: too much or not enough or any of that. Yeah. Right,
0: right. It changes up that way. So um, about 31% of teens report feeling overwhelmed and about 30% report feeling depressed or sad as a result of stress in their life. Uh, That's uh, more than one third of teens report feeling tired. Uh, That's 36%. And nearly a quarter of teens report skipping a meal due to stress during the week. Like... I mean, I know a lot of teens, like, may not eat breakfast. Like, a lot of people don't eat breakfast and stuff like that. But, like, this is, like, specifically, like, because I was so stressed out, I didn't eat. Like, I was studying for this test, and so I didn't eat dinner and stuff like that. So because of stress, they were not taking care of themselves, right? Um, According to the American Psychological Association, most high schoolers are reporting higher daily levels of stress than adults. So that's kind of self-reporting, so take what you will from that. Uh, But they're also definitely reporting lower levels of sleep, which... Um, you know, that's the late night video games and stuff like that, doing all the, the good good stuff there. Um, high schoolers are also reporting that they believe that uh, they're having much higher levels of stress than is healthy. Uh, in a 2015 survey of high school students, the APA reported 68% of them said that they frequently experience extreme stress levels during the school year. 34% of them expect their stress to rise in the coming months. Despite, the impact, uh, despite this impact that stress has, so we talked about how students know that they're experiencing this high level of stress a much higher level than they think is healthy they they report that themselves that they think that way um there's a report that um, teens believe about 54 percent of them believe that their stress levels had no impact on their body or physical health uh, there or uh, about 52 percent don't think it has any effect on their mental health so the conclusion that you kind of draw from that is that teens believe they deal with a lot of stress even to the point of it being unhealthy but they are also highly likely to report that it's not something that they need to deal with, right? So they know they're stressed out. They know yeah. they got a lot going on. They know that they're tired and wiped out. But they don't think they need to do
1: anything about it. <laughs> so, Which is uh, completely wrong. Right, you're <laughs> to, right. To think it, it has no effect on you is, is completely yeah. and totally wrong.
0: Yeah, it definitely is. It's just this idea that, you know, I'm just going to keep on trucking. You know, I'm, I should be able to get over this. Um but here's some things that are some signs of this burnout that we're talking about. Uh, if you have ever thought or said every day is a bad day, like I'm just going, I just you you can't think of a good day that you've had in the past week or month. You know, every yep. day is just bad. Um, if you feel exhausted all the time, you feel like nothing you do is appreciated, or you don't feel like you're making a difference at all. Um, maybe a major- majority of your tasks seem like they're just numbingly dull. They're overwhelming. You just can't handle them. Um, it can also manifest itself in some lower immunity and more frequent illnesses. Um, it can lead to a more cynical negative attitude. Like if you're experience- if you see that going on in your life, you just notice the way you're treating people is negative, cynical. You just don't like the way the world looks right. Uh, maybe you don't appreciate your accomplishments. Like you just, you make light of them or you don't really, you don't feel confident in what you've done, you know? Yeah. Um, or maybe you take out frustration on others. Uh, you find yourself maybe procrastinating more often. Those are all signs that you can be dealing with this burnout as well. So.
1: We already said you know, the things that mm-hmm. bring you joy start to become this joyless task mm-hmm. of, I have to get this done, I have to meet these deadlines, yeah. I have to meet these expectations, things like that. But that um, you know, every day is a bad day. Mm-hmm. It's, I'm not looking forward to today because i don't mm-hmm. like this task yeah. anymore or anything else because everything comes with strings attached and yeah, things to yeah. meet and i can't look back at a time where i was happy mm-hmm. you also project all that into the future yeah of, yeah i can't look forward to tomorrow uh, it's going to be like this a week from now a uh, month from now half a year from now yeah, just yeah. every th- your present situation becomes your only situation yeah. at, at least as far as your view goes and mm. That's the power of stress. Yeah. <laughs> so you yeah, cannot oh. you cannot go, well, this'll <laughs> yeah. this'll pass. It will if you do the right things. Yeah. But you can't just bank on things will it's all right. You know, right. Things will get better. <laughs> yeah, this this ride it out
0: kind of thing yeah. where we just don't we don't listen to our body. We don't listen to, you know, our mental state, you know, we we're, we're not yep. looking at those things. We just let it go. And um, yeah, like just learning to take care of it's really really important and that's kind of where we're going to go. Uh, with this next section, uh, we're going to talk about another guy who was, you know, somewhat busy. You know, he had some things that he needed to get on. Uh, talking about Jesus' life here. Oh, you know? Savior yeah, of the yeah. world. Savior of the world, yes. yeah. He, he, you a little could, busy. Yeah, you can make an argument that he was bit. a busy dude. Um, the book of Mark is where we're going to kind of be looking today. Is It almost reads like a highlight reel of Jesus' life. It goes from... One event to the next, very, very fast. Uh, He goes from teaching large crowds to performing miracles to casting out demons. Uh, He goes toe-to-toe with the religious leaders over and over again. And he has all of these They're stressful events, I imagine. I've never casted out a demon myself, personally. Probably a little stressful. I bet it would be a little bit stressful there. Um, But uh, we enter into Mark 1, and this is right off the bat, Mark chapter 1. Let's go. There you go. Um, He enters into Capernaum, uh, Capernaum. and goes into the synagogue, he's teaching, and people are noticing that there's something really different about the way he teaches. He's kind of on that next level of authority. Like, there's there's something about the way he talks and teaches that's uh, above and beyond anything they've heard before. Uh, then you have this man that comes in with an impure spirit, uh, and there's this discussion. Jesus casts the impure spirit out of him, and, uh, well, that would be a pretty full day for me. right? Like, I, I don't usually get that far. Yeah, I'd be done. Uh, yeah, it's like I'm going home, <laughs> taking a nap. Uh, but as soon as they leave the synagogue, uh, they went to Simon's house and healed his mother-in-law, who had a fever, um, which I don't know what that equates to in today's terms of a fever, uh, whether that's yeah, really—I mean, they don't have ibuprofen or like, Tylenol yeah. or anything. Yeah. You know, They just can't knock it out. So I'm sure fevers is like, we're not great. Um, but then that evening, uh, people started—well, they, they healed—or Jesus healed his mother-in-law, and then they went out that evening— And people started just bringing their sick and demon-possessed to him and all this stuff. So it's a a full day, morning to evening, you know, just casting out demons, healing people, doing all this stuff. Um, You can look at this and say Jesus was a very busy man, right? You get to—this is chapter one, right at the beginning. Um, He just called his disciples and goes straight into all of this, and uh, there's a lot going on. But this is the idea that I want us to look at. This is happening right after all of that—well, the next morning after all of this stuff happened. Um, Mark chapter 1, verse 35 through 38 says, Very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house, and went off to a solitary place where he prayed. That's underline, that's bold, that right there. Um, Simon and his companions went to look for him. They exclaimed, everyone is looking for you. Uh, Jesus replied, let's go somewhere else, to the nearby villages, so I can preach there also. Um, Typically, like this would seem, whenever you're just going through reading, It would seem like a minor detail. Jesus got up and prayed, right? It just, it doesn't talk a lot about it. But considering the style of Mark's gospel, that he's like talking about highlight, real, highlight, real, highlight, real moments, uh, Mark considered this action to be significant enough to be shared with the people that he was writing to. His audience needed to see that Jesus did this. And there are similar situations that are recorded in a few other places where Jesus goes off by himself to pray. Um, But there's, there's this practice that Jesus has where he intentionally takes time to get away from it all. You know, he's he's busy, 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 but he intentionally decides to get away and get with God. It's kind of how I would yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, found a place to be alone, spend time with God, and in doing so, he kind of recenters himself, and you see by the end of that verse, the conversation he has with his disciples, he's ready to go on to the next village. He's, yeah. He's yeah. He, up, ready to go.
1: He knows. Uh, he has deadlines. He mm-hmm. knows that he is here to accomplish something. Mm-hmm. Uh, up to this point has been... Not in Mark's gospel, but in the other gospels, seeing his growing up of learning and understanding scripture Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. seeing how he fits into all of this and everything, uh, he knows he's got a a tight window for what he has to accomplish here, and Mm. and even in a book that is going action to action to action, Jesus says, well, yeah, I've got deadlines, but I'm going to get up go by myself somewhere (laughs) go pray for a little bit and uh, as we've said we'll see one here in a moment Mm -hmm. uh, i'm just gonna go stop yeah yeah Yeah, jesus there are deadlines (laughs) there's there's (laughs) more people there's more towns there's more i know i know and they'll still be there in about (laughs) 30 minutes when (laughs) i'm done right
0: yeah 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 and i mean think about that like even even in our day-to-day life will go from one stressor then we know we have something two hours from now that we got to get ready for, it, and then we just stress out the entire time until we get to that thing, yeah. right? Um, just constantly, uh, constantly letting that come on. But yeah, we're gonna talk about a, a little bit about how Jesus practices this rest, and then he teaches his disciples to do the same thing. Yeah. In this next yeah. Time. Um, Jesus will send out his twelve. They go around teaching, healing, casting out demons. They go all over the place. They return to Jesus, and the way that it reads is they just seem absolutely exhausted. Yeah, it's a full day. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, completely full day. Um, but then we get into Mark chapter 6, 30 through 32, and uh, it says that the, the apostles gathered around Jesus and reported to him all they had done and taught. Uh, then, because so many people were coming and going that they did not even have time, or they didn't even have a chance to eat, he said to them, come with me by yourself to a quiet place and get some rest. So they went away by themselves in a boat to a solitary place. So, um this practice kind of, it kind of reminds me, and I, I feel like I've heard this a few times in the past week or so, but this practice reminds me of, you know, the airplane oxygen that drops down in front of you in your seat yeah. whenever, you know, the cabin loses pressure. The temptation in that situation is like, I got to help everybody, right? Like, like if I, you have, especially if you have like your kid with you or like you have some a younger sibling or you have somebody that you think is in need next to you, it's like, I've got to take care of them, got to take care of them. But the instruction that you're given is to make sure that you put yours on first you get the oxygen going. You take care of yourself, so that you don't pass out, <laughs> right? Yeah, um, because like um, you're not going to do anyone much good if you're you know out cold.
1: Yeah, uh, right. And and that's a the the disciples are being told they're they're carrying on all of Jesus's things that he's doing. Mm. I mean, when he when they are sent out, they're doing the same things: casting yeah. out mm. demons, teaching, all of this, everything he's doing. Mm. Mm. Um, and that includes the the rest part. It it can be very tempting to say, yeah, but these people are lost and they have mm-hmm. opportunity to go reach these people and that's what they're supposed to be doing. And that's what they're training for and that's what. Mm. Yes, and th- there are there are lost people everywhere and there are opportunities always. But mm. to to never stop will eventually get you to a point of, mm. I can't do this anymore. And right. then and then how many lost people <laughs> right. now? Uh, you have the opportunity for, but you just can't. You just can't take right, that opportunity. Yeah, yeah. It, you have to be very careful not to swing into mm. this extreme of uh, people are going to be lost if I don't do this, and so I have to always, always, always. Yeah. No, uh, sometimes Ooh, you need right. to take care of yourself so you can be effective. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's this this pressure to constantly perform. Yes, is, is what we're talking about. This it's the pressure that says I don't have time to take care of myself. I have so much that I have to get done. Um, Like, the, I think what happens with us in this similar situation with Jesus is that, you know, we we feel this guilt of leaving. And we we, we feel this, like, if we were in that situation where the crowd had followed us to that side, we can we get to feeling very guilty that we're not out there taking care of needs. You know, we're not out there doing what we're supposed to do, yeah. especially those who, like, would call themselves people pleasers (laughs) you know um which i think i fall in that category quite a bit where it's like someone asks you it's like yeah sure i can help you move you know Uh, even though i have like four other things going on at that same time you know it's like you don't want to say no to somebody but um what we would rather wait till the crowd disperses and they're gone before we take care of that and i i think it's uh there's a little bit of a difference when it comes to like i need to get up and mow the yard or tearing down vbs decorations but when it comes to uh, problems that can't be accomplished in in a day, you know, yeah. like like we have these dra- drag these practice or these uh, assignments or these um, these things we're supposed to do that can't be accomplished all in one sitting. That like I have my test next Friday. Um, I, yeah, can either I know just, you're searching for a word. Right, I know. And I'm I can't yeah. help you either. <laughs> right. Yeah. <I'm> like, <laughs> I'm what is that word about? there? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm thinking like, there's that assignment. There's that thing that you're supposed to do. There's maybe an expectation that you got coming yeah, up. Yeah. Uh, but you're supposed like it's it's something that you just can't get it done, today, But you yeah. want to get it done today because that's what it is. But maybe you have your text. You have that test next Friday that and, you know I'm going to stress about all week long. You know, yeah. before I get there. Um, yeah. So I need to study every single night for eight hours. You know, whatever. Um, Or like I can't let my performance slip at all in the sports season as I go on, you know, because of the pressure that's put on me to to be there, you know. Um, Whether it's like I got to be in the gym four more hours than everybody else today or, you know, things like that where it's like we have this burnout that comes from this prolonged stress that is just it's consistent pressure. And it's it's just you're always expected to meet expectations to the point where you can't say I need to take a step back. Where Jesus understood the physical needs that he had as well as his disciples, right? Um, If they didn't take the time to take care of themselves, they'd be no help to anyone. You know, if you're just completely worn out, you know, done. Um, If you can't recenter and find the joy again, maybe, like we talked about earlier, you know, uh, because it can get to where it's just another obligation that we really uh, struggle with. So. Uh, so getting into some of the practical application here and some advice. Uh, so we've we've established that Christ has modeled this need to take care of ourselves um, so that we can be in a good place to take care of others. Um, what are some ways we can do that? One thing I think we even talked about this in peer pressure, which is like probably another really good pr- uh, practice to get good at here is remember to set boundaries and be okay with saying no. Uh, this is, that's such a difficult thing.
1: Like, uh,
0: why is that so difficult? What do you? Uh, it's difficult for the people
1: pleaser because it's yeah. not please right. people. Uh, to, yeah. s- to right. say no, I've got I've got two daughters that if I say no, you shouldn't do that. It's just like immediate crime. Right, right, yeah, <laughs> right, yeah, because yeah. Of Two letters, of course, um, you know. Uh, but that 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 bothers people right. that feel like what you have too much going on for me. You right. know, it's a, a personal affront and all of that sort yeah. of thing. Yeah, uh, but it's also. It's it's also hard in, because you have to have enough uh, respect for yourself. Mm. And there's some degree of that that feels like, oh, I'm being mm. too, I'm thinking too highly of myself yeah. and I really should be doing this and, and all of that. Mm. But again, you can't put the mask on somebody else unless you've put it on yourself first. Right. Per- personally, um, mm. Saturday evenings, uh, I will probably say no to you. Uh, if you ask me to do something, yeah. because I have things going on the next day uh, yeah. with worship, I'm I'm going to be teaching right. and things like that, and so my Sunday uh, about two o'clock or afterwards, most of the time I I am at home and I'm mm. not doing anything yeah. other yeah. than it's just my family and I here at home. Can yeah. you come to the? Can you come to this? No, no, no. I, no, I could, I, right. I could. Right. Yeah. But no, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. yeah. uh, Because I've got things going on and I need to be prepared for them. That's that's a personal boundary. And maybe that's with your boundaries, something you need to do of uh, a a night, uh, an hour before I go to bed. This is this is my time. Yeah. (laughs) yeah. Just do nothing. Right.
0: Right. Yeah. Setting those boundaries. It's it's so hard not to feel selfish, you know, I think is what people are are worried about, you know. Um, but it's, it's not selfish to take care of yourself in order to take care of others better down the road, you know, to, to recharge, Yeah, plug the batteries or plug yourself in. Nobody knows your schedule
1: like you do. Right. Right. Um, and so you have to be aware of your own schedule and, Mm. and Mm -hmm. yeah, and you don't have to explain why you don't have time for another thing. (laughs) You just don't. And that's okay. Yeah. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Um, couple other things here. Um, One thing to do to help with this burnout feeling is to get enough sleep. Yes. Uh, Seven out of ten teens report sleeping less hours than the recommendation by the National Sleep Foundation, which is about eight to ten hours, which is probably a little ridiculous. I don't know who actually sleeps eight to ten hours. I don't usually – but, you know, still, like – Four hours probably isn't very good either. On the other side, no. It's um, not. <laughs> so, so, just try to get a little bit better sleep. Uh, eat healthier foods. A good one. Uh, busy schedules can make this really difficult. It's easier to grab fast food between events than packing your own food or having a schedule that fits, like when the rest of your family's eating dinner or something. Yeah. Uh If you have sports going on or you have to get to work or you have those things going on, it's 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 harder to fit that into your schedule sometimes. It's also easier to grab a bag of chips to snack on as opposed to like a clean and prepare your fruit and stuff, everything you're going to do before. Um, cutting out and limiting sugary drinks can make a big difference too. This is one that I've struggled with for so long. Dr. Pepper has killed me. I have one like it's literally sitting, sitting, sitting right on there. the table <laughs> right in front of me as I say this. Uh, but the the idea is to limit that kind of stuff to like uh, maybe not always maybe not always cut out, but limit what you do, you know, finding that balance there. Yeah. Having a healthy balanced dial- diet is highly correlated with a balanced mood. Uh, making small, better choices can make a difference. Like maybe have an apple instead of a donut, right? Like, yeah. it's, you know, little things like that. Little Especially,
1: changes. like we even saw this with the disciples of mm. uh, not eating because yeah, of the right. work they were doing. If you're so stressed out that you're missing a meal and then you're eating garbage when you do (laughs) eat, your body is immediately going, we'll store this right here uh, because (laughs) this guy doesn't eat when he's supposed to. And it's just doubly worse for you. And then it's going to make you feel worse and make the cycle. You're just going to start going down a a, a very bad direction. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Uh, It can spiral out of control
0: pretty quick. Yep. Uh, But uh, so another little bit here. Get some exercise. Uh, This might not be as big of a tip or thing for someone who's in sports, right? They already have their daily time that they're forced to. it. Like high school, I exercised a lot because I was forced to because our our team kept making mistakes all the time. So Mm -hmm. we ran a lot. (laughs) Um, But, uh, yeah, getting more exercise, maybe less screen time. 20% of teens uh, reported that they exercise less than once a week or not at all. Uh, teens who reported high stress also admitted that they spent 3.2 hours a day online, whether that's YouTube, Netflix, video games, your social media kind of stuff. Uh, teens that reported low stress said so they spent closer to maybe two hours or less online. They, they just had a, they reported less stress that they were worried um, Exercise releases endorphins, which are natural chemicals in your body that create feelings of happiness. Uh, studies have shown that the health benefits of exercise in teens can significantly improve depression or anxiety. Uh, even just getting 30 minutes of exercise a few times a week can really improve your overall mood. Um, just finding that little bit of time to get up and move, it just your body loves it. <laughs> you don't love it always, yeah. uh, but even, your body there's does.
1: There's even little things, too, like, okay, if you are playing lots of games, maybe, maybe your first step in the whole video game things is, uh, be one of those guys that plays like while they're standing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for you know, sure, walk yeah. Walk around a bit. Get right. into. Don't throw your controller into the TV. Uh, <laughs> right. But right. You know, get in. Yeah. Stand up instead of sitting for two hours at the very least. You know, get up and down every now and again right. while you're doing stuff and whatever. <laughs> That's Just right. Take yeah. Take the moment. And when Netflix Absolutely. says, "Are you still watching?" <laughs> that's a sign that you need to leave yeah. the room yeah <laughs> you like, need to go somewhere else <laughs> right yeah. for a minute yeah
0: yeah read it like it's being judgmental to you like are you still watching yeah i so, used anyway. to do uh, uh
1: push-ups during like <laughs> I ads on youtube it's oh it's like yeah. oh we've got 15 yeah. seconds I'm just right gonna do a few just hit a few but <laughs> when you watch for a couple hours it's a, <laughs> <laughs> right, a lot yeah. of push-ups right right yeah and, and there's just there's do little things little yeah things. yeah
0: and it's it's getting creative with what works it, it doesn't always take a radical life change right away. It's just making small decisions that lead to better habits as you go yeah. on, right? Yeah. Um, last idea, and this is, I wanted to try to hit something a little bit more, uh, something that, you know, fits in with reducing stress and burnout, things like that, but also has uh, a spiritual element to it that you can practice. Um, it's this idea of mindfulness, which uh, is, it's a practice of just being very aware of your surroundings, your, fo- your senses, your feelings, your emotions, uh, kind of a meditation type thing which it sounds very you know weird hippie language for a lot of people when they hear that they shut it off immediately meditation no thank you um, but it's it's more of just the practice of getting quiet you know t- like just giving yourself time to think yep. um, it, it like it's probably not exactly what Jesus was doing or practicing but it's it's very similar if you're thinking about it in the terms of getting away and getting with God. Um, it, it can be used that way so uh, there are different ways to practice it you can Google like mindfulness practices for Christians and they have some creative ideas for you for you to uh, practice those things but uh, mindfulness practice for teens have been found to help reduce negative emotions and stress uh, it helps improve sleep lowers blood pressure alleviates gastrointestinal di- gastrointestinal, Difficulties. Got Sorry, uh, you can't speed there. that part up in the, <laughs> in the edit, so it sounds like I'm talking like a normal person. But uh, anyway, it brings an overall reduction in anxiety and depression-related symptoms. Uh, there are also ways to couple this with some Christian practice, which leads us to our first Through the Maze homework assignment. Everybody Perfect. get ready for this, all right? Uh, sometime in the next few weeks, uh, this is what I want you to do. I want you to take the verse Psalm 3.3, 3, okay? Um, what it says is, but you Lord are a shield around me, my glory, the one who lifts my head high. You can use this verse or any that you want to meditate on it. I kind of picked this one because it's also like a song that we know and that we sing. Um...
1: And David's so, literally yeah. in fear of his life and getting chased by his son who wants to kill him when he's writing yeah. this song. <laughs> right. Uh, it's really he's the a guy that's freaking out a little bit. and <laughs> right. Uh, right. And he takes the time to meditate. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. So you take, take this to meditate on find a quiet place. Yeah. And this is a really hard thing for people, a really hard thing to do. Set a timer for 10 minutes and just think. <laughs> that's really hard to do sometimes, especially if you're not used to really sitting with your thoughts. And yeah. Taking it um, 10 minutes feels like an eternity whenever you're not doing anything or not focused the way that our society works. You know, we're, we're the scrolling society that's looking for something yep. different every 10, 15 seconds. But stretch yourself. If it needs to start with five minutes, do five minutes, whatever you need to do. Um, read the verse, then rest. Don't force anything. Just go wherever God takes it. Uh, it can be hard to be alone with your thoughts. Uh, so a few ideas. You can spend time in prayer while you're in this. Uh, let your mind go to a prayer towards God thinking about this verse. Um, think about when God has been a shield or times he's lifted your head or encouraged you. Um, or let it go into thinking about your day. God cares about your everyday worries as much as anything else. I, yep. think, I think there is that little bit of a temptation whenever we're praying that it has to be this so structured and you have to mention these things and hit these bullet points um, and we can't talk to God about how I'm worried about the test I have coming up. I'm worried about um, that one thing that that person said that, you know, might have not, that, you know, just takes me off, you know. Um, yeah, just press play and let it roll. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. See where absolutely. go. Yeah, just, just start the timer and just let yourself go. And yeah. this could even be something that you do in a short walk or something that you want to take. Like just just try to be alone and quiet, turn the music off, you know. Or have something going on, a soft, instrumental-type music, maybe whatever in your ears, but but just try to get quiet and get alone with God. Um, I think there's there's this unfortunate thing we do where we make talking to God just—it becomes another expectation and pressure that we have to fulfill um, that, you know, we have to hit this today or else, you know, we're in trouble. And right, it becomes right. another stressor instead of what it's supposed to be. What I what I mean is, like, it's kind of like we have these levels of relationships. It maybe shouldn't be like that, but some it, it is. And this isn't an absolute, like, these are the only boxes you check. Maybe you have, like, that acquaintance, applo- employer, authority type relationship where it's like, um, I'm just going to say what you want to hear. <laughs> I'm not, like, lying about it. I'm not doing anything like that. But it doesn't go much deeper than that. You check in, check the box, get out, right? Um, sometimes we do that with God with our prayers. We just say, hey, here I am. See ya. Um, there's the casual friend. We share a little bit more, talk about the fun things. We try to stay super positive. Uh, you don't invite them to your house when you'd rather go binge Netflix, though. You know, <laughs> I have yeah, other things that yeah. I want to get to, like, hey, love you. I'm gone, though. Um, then you have your best, best friend. Like, my example of this is, like, the person that you just trust everything with. And that for me, that's my wife, of course. You know, you share your successes. You talk about your plans, your dreams. You share your weaknesses, your failures, your fears. You vent about things that bother you, even the small things, even things that you don't think God cares about, you share it. That's that's the type of relationship we're looking for. It's where you use, you just, you know, yeah. like you said, roll the tape, right? Yeah. See what happens, yeah. where it goes. Talk to God about, you know, oh, man, I have a flat tire and I need to get it taken care of. Or, oh, man, I don't want to tell my parents about that thing, but I need to talk to you about it. You know? um, vent about those things to God. Just let it go. Just, just talk to him about those little things because – in a world where we're bombarded by expectations and we're juggling these time commitments and Jesus time with Jesus feels like an extra burden, Jesus actually says, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, my burden is light. Uh, the life of a Christ follower comes with all these trials and responsibilities, but Jesus never wanted to make burdens heavier. Jesus wants to be our haven, uh, Of course, we need to come before Christ and before God with reverence and uh, lifting him up as holy, but... There should be security there in all of that. Right, there's security. He's supposed to be that place where we can lay down our frustrations, lay down our pain, our feelings of not being enough. Jesus proved that we need this rest because he practiced it, that when his disciples were exhausted, they're worn down, said, let's go somewhere quiet and rest. (laughs) Listen to that today. Don't hear the judgmental voice that says you're not enough. That doesn't come from God. No. Jesus is calling you to lay down your burdens, at least for a little while, and rest in his presence. That's when you can go back out and you can be effective.
1: Yeah. yeah. Only only when you clear the schedule a little bit right. and just sit down. That's right. That's uh, right. Let this be a good exercise uh, here for you to do. Use us as an excuse for (laughs) your no, I can't do that. I got to go meditate. That's right. That's that's right. Jack (laughs) told me to. That's That's right. Um, right. Yeah.
0: Um, Well, that's that's our thoughts for this week. Uh, Take on that homework assignment. Uh, If you are listening in a place where you can leave some comments, tell us about your experience if you want to share it. If it's special between you and God, don't share it with us. That's fine. We understand. Um, But... Share your experiences of being way too busy, your feelings of burnout, uh, how you have dealt with it. We want to we hear your thoughts on all of those things. Thank you for joining us on the Through the Maze podcast. This is the part where we navigate teen life together. Subscribe and like this podcast. Share it with friends. Leave a comment about your experience dealing with the issues we talked about. We don't pretend to have all the answers. We'd love to see you share what has worked for you and what hasn't worked. What are your stories about dealing with today's topic? It's also an opportunity to share a word of encouragement as we try to understand where is leading us as we navigate through the maze.